0: Okay, so welcome to IPet Network and uh, educating Tony. Totally. And this week we're going to talk to Rachel Bean. Who, um, well, Rachel, it's the easiest way to do is why don't you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about your background?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I I started actually. Oh go way back nineteen ninety four, which um, seems seems. Um, yeah, an, an age away. But um, yeah, I worked for the Dogs Trust uh, as assistant kennel manager uh, between 1994 and 1996. So uh, my jobs there were um, obviously looking after the dogs, but um, staff and uh, daily rotors and feeding and all that kind of thing. But it was brand new kennels. And um, um as it got to capacity, it was actually getting less and less working with the dogs, So uh, I just I just kind of sidestepped and, and decided because I was always interested in veterinary medicine. So I then um, left the Dogs Trust, um, which then brought me down to Manchester. So I basically applied for um, a nurse training place within a hundred mile radius of um, the Darlington branch of uh, uh, Dogs Trust. Um, And that brought me down to Manchester and I started my vet nurse training. So yeah, vet nurse um, nurse places are quite difficult to to get and and they're actually even more difficult at the moment. but um, I had to wait about eighteen months for an actual training place to uh, to get me started. But I was in practice as, as a student nurse. So by the time I got on the course and then um, qualified, um, yeah, I got on the I qualified in two thousand and one, um, and then I got on the Royal College of Veterinary Surgeons register in two- early two thousand and two. So I've been in veterinary practice, yeah, right from from nineteen ninety six really. But obviously, working at Dogs Trust, you're working with vets all the time anyway. So um, yeah. I just hit my 25th year <laughs> this year um working as a vet nurse yeah so it's a bit of a milestone I think <laughs> oh, yeah
0: but, yeah it sounds, it sounds definitely like a journey and, and obviously something that obviously other people can you know can take on board you, you know you, you don't always have to start as a vet nurse you can you know you can have other career paths can't you and and, and then decide maybe yeah. later on l- later on in in your career or early in your career where you want to go so what would you say was the most difficult thing um as a vet nurse what which you say was the most challenging thing that you found?
1: Um, when when qualifying, I, I think the study is very difficult. Uh, I, yeah. I think a lot of people go into it and think um, it's going to be fairly straightforward, um, but it's not. There is there is a bit of a big dropout rate in in the first year, um, and then when first year exams come, yeah, there's a big dropout there because um, the pass rate is quite high. So and the practicals as well is very difficult. Uh, that's what I found. Particularly difficult personally because you're under a lot of pressure. Uh, when I when I did my practicals, it's very similar now. But when I did my practicals, you were given lots of lots of scenarios, which which could be out of hundreds and hundreds of scenarios in all the different sectors of veterinary nursing. So everything from radiology to pharmacology to um, setting a drip up to setting an anesthetic machine up to oh you name it. And and they could then you know just pick certain scenarios and you had to then follow this. Task. Task, and you're only given six minutes per task um so for example the first time i did my practicals i failed the fluid therapy because my under pressure maths <laughs> with a pen <laughs> and piece of paper i think they're allowed to use calculators now but but 25 years ago we had to do it with pen and pen and paper and um, getting fluid calculation in six minutes was very difficult for me under pressure so what what they do basically is they give you a scenario they say right we've got um A 20 kilo uh, border collie um, is vomited twice, is urinated three times. So then you have to calculate the um, the deficit, the um, the uh, fluid deficit, and then have to be able to calculate to make that, um, you know, is his fluids up, basically. So you have to count it and uh, uh, calculate it and then um divide it by 60 so you get a drip rate and per 24 hours oh yeah really difficult <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> so, i mean that's so, so, yeah so that was my that was always my bugbear was was the uh, under pressure maths so um <laughs> it's yeah I a passed, I passed second time but um and there's three people um stood over you with clipboards they're not allowed to speak to you you can't ask them questions uh you've just got to get got to get on and do it yeah but um uh yeah so now yeah we can use calculate once you're at work you know you can use calculators. uh...
0: exactly that's the way it always works isn't it so Hmm. what would you say is the most rewarding part of your job now where what would you say is some of the things that you know still make you go oh yes this is an amazing career
1: yeah i mean uh, oh god you could i could pick uh tons of things but one of my great um loves is is owner education and um that i found that really rewarding you know somebody comes in with a new puppy um you know lots of people buy puppies and they don't know the first thing about puppies you know it's just trying to guide them and and give them the correct information um setting them on with house training and uh, play biting from the behavior side uh yeah and and the other side is 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 the recovery as well you know seeing animals come in unwell and then seeing them recover and then reunited with their own so that that's that's really really rewarding um but yeah one, one of my big things is is honor education and and uh, welfare definitely
0: fantastic well we're, we're talking about education uh, you know it's a nice link to sort of um the, the first aid and the IPET you know network uh canine emergency first aid qualifications you, yeah i mean so you deliver some of those so i mean what's the importance of of canine first aid then what you know why why is it there Uh, You know, for someone like me, I'm not a dog owner, uh, my wife has a horse, but what is the importance of that, that first aid then?
1: Yeah, I think it's really important right from pet owners uh, right up to pet professionals and people working with dogs and people that are looking after other people's animals and pets. Because, um, you know, it could be a a case of life or death, what you do in that critical time in those first few minutes of an incident. Um, But also recognising things when the animal's unwell, you know, is recognising it earlier. Uh, informing owners to get them to the vet soon. I think it's it's you know it, it is life or death. It's critical. I mean, I had a situation um, a, a few weeks back where I was coming back with my dogs actually, and um, it obviously a dog had been hit in the road um, near my house, and I stopped. Obviously, I stopped, um, and I, the, the owner was distraught. It was um, an incident where the dog had been on a flexi lead which I hate near the roads um, and seen another dog on the other side of the road and took off after it and, and was hit by a car. Um, but there must have been, by the time I stopped, which was only literally a minute after it happened, there was eight people stood there and none of them knew what to do. And this poor dog was laid in the road, you know, stunned, and, um, but nobody knew what to do. Um, so somebody, yeah, I stopped and somebody has to take control. So yeah, it was the quickest lesson actually With to the horn. It was only a little dog, a little Maltese. Um, yeah, it took me about 20 seconds to teach a CPR just in case. Um, yeah, he, he took- took a turn for the worse on the way to the vets um but yeah you know i think i think everybody should 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 know what to do and especially as i say with pet professionals you you, they've got somebody else's animal in their care um i think it's critical that they know the 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 basics um and the correct basics as well you know there's quite a lot of courses out there but i I know you know because i hear through the grapevine you know that they're not being taught correctly and and that's 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 wrong as well yeah
0: yeah I think it's important to make sure that like you say you get you know you understand the basics that the courses are run correctly like like you mentioned you know so that people feel confident i mean it's quite interesting when you're saying that about everybody uh, like understanding this would this be would you think this would be a good in at schools for, for you know for for maybe? Major- uh, the, the older end of, of the pupils you know you when you're looking yeah. at 14 15 because a lot of them have dogs yeah. at home a yeah. lot of them are out yeah. playing you know and all sort of things would it would, yeah. would do you think it'd be would that be a good area to, to you know for, yeah, for schools to to, to to kind of grab it because I think yeah, it'd be definitely. a confidence building thing as well wouldn't
1: it yeah I'm, I'm actually doing um a two-hour session for um some 12 year olds in the school holidays so yeah I'm already doing that oh, yeah, so you know, and, and we do a shorter, shorter session. Um, uh, so it's going to be a two-hour session. Um, yeah, and hopefully we can inspire some people to to then you know enter the, the veterinary profession. Um, that would be amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I get I get um, younger children, um, sort of twelve, thirteen on my on my course, not the off call one, but the one that I do that's attendance only for pet owners. Um, and we get we get kids coming along, and and they really enjoy it, and they, they get on with the CPR. And yeah, if we can inspire inspire people, you know. Um, to want to, to to go into the pet profession, then yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I'm actually also, which I keep meaning to to let you guys know about. So I'm just waiting for the details really. But I'm um, I'm actually going to be teaching in a youth offenders uh, centre, um, doing the off um qualification uh, very shortly. So once once I get the details of what I can talk about, then um, you know from 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 the prison itself, then um, yeah, I can I can do a little a little talk on that as well. But yeah, that, you know, it's, it's branching out. Out, you know yeah
0: that would be fantastic because obviously we're, we're working on new qualifications and obviously we'll, we'll release them some but one of the areas I've been looking at is 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 about how animals um support offenders or reoffending uh, yeah. especially reoffending because it is you know it's quite an interesting area that you know if you can care for an animal some of the reoffending rates are better because obviously yeah. you, you get compassion you, you know you get understanding you get empathy you get all those other sort of side effects from it don't you yeah
1: yeah and and you know that you know i i hopefully when i teach i teach I do teach slightly different being a veterinary nurse because, um, for 20 25 years I, I've done it every day. Um, where we get this roller coaster of emotions, which we talked about earlier. You know, we might get a puppy, um, you know, a new puppy, and then the next client might be an older cat that's not very well, or um, and then the next client might be a euthanasia. It's a, it's a, it's a roller coaster of emotions. And, um, you know, last time I did, did CPR was maybe about 10 days ago, the last time I euthanized a dog was about an hour and a half ago when I've just come in from work you know so um that's how that's what I want to get across when I'm teaching is that it's from the heart um and it's from experience as well so when I'm teaching people my CPR I c- I know I can do it and teach it knowing that I've done it for life for real you know and yeah. and in real life situations yeah and I think that doesn't but the feedback that I get is that it comes across you know and, that, and that's how I want to teach really yeah that,
0: that, that's fantastic. Look, it, it's been it's been fun, fabulous talking to you. Um, it, it really interesting on some of the key areas. I'd love to have you back. When yeah. You can talk a little bit more about you know the prison work because I think that's uh, another really interesting. We did have a previous podcast um, all about uh, homeless people in, in in Liverpool and about how their dogs need support and how they support yeah. them. So well, looking well, at that other. I...
1: Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I actually, you probably don't know. Yeah, probably, I don't really do know. I'm actually um, a trustee for Street Paws. Um, right, yeah. so we yeah so we so we um uh, groups of uh, vets and vet nurses um i'm actually Manchester coordinator so i deal with all the manchester homeless um people's dogs um and we've got a job uh, dog champion scheme just launched now so we're trying to we're trying to keep dogs with the homeless people um yeah. and and get hostels and and rented accommodation that will take dogs yeah so that that is actually going to be a a, a bit of a bit of a big scheme that's just been launched literally this week so
0: yeah. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like it sounds like you're always busy. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. why we that's why we've had to catch up in the evening. But it's always busy. But you know, yeah, it'd be great to have you back when 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 you when you get involved in the prison because I think that's another. like I say a real deep sort of conversation we could have all about you know rehabilitation and and using animals you know to to, to help individuals who obviously you know need it really do need it you know and that and that's the the most important thing well look Rachel it's been it's been lovely having you on this podcast great to kind of link you in with the you know the IPET network qualifications but also you know understanding you a little bit more which is really interesting
1: yeah thank you thank you for asking me
0: thanks very much and we'll speak soon
1: Okay, bye-bye. Oh, thank you.